Welcome to the Sport of Business podcast, powered by 321Go Project. Name one of 2015's forward thinkers by Entrepreneur Magazine. 321Go Project provides business coaching, online marketing, branding, and education for the fitness entrepreneur. For more, visit 321goproject.com. Welcome to another episode of the Sport of Business podcast. We are super excited to welcome uh, John Manser to the show. John, for those of you don't, that don't know, John is the owner of um, a CrossFit affiliate. He started the Facebook group, CrossFit um, Affiliate Owners Group on Facebook. He also is the founder, CEO, president, chief marketing officer of affilination.org as well. So we're going to dig into all of these things. But just first off, John, thank you so much for coming on the show. And it's great to chat with you today. You too, Matt, man. I, I, I love talking with you anytime I get a chance. So for the listeners that don't know, John and I actually met out in, in beautiful Park City, Utah for the at the 321Go Project affiliate gathering. And one of the things, John, that we always came around to when you and I had a chance to sit down and, and chat about gyms or, or marketing or any kind of systems is you always came back to this idea of abundance. And we've heard that word a lot, but for you, John, what does that mean for you specifically? Yeah, it's probably my favorite word right now. How much time do we got? Uh, <laughs> as much as you I, want, I'm, brother. I'm going I'm to shut. I'll shut it down. I'm, I'm, I'll just give you some sound bites today. But I can. I can go off on this. Um, I, I'm going to try not to bring the soapbox in. Um, abundance, really, uh, the easiest way kind of is to define it by what it's not, and it's not scarcity. Scarcity. Uh, if you think about um, your mom's apple pie or something like that, they, she slices it, puts it on the dinner table, and if I give you you know, half of my slice of pie, you've got a pie, you slice and a half, and I've got a half now, and, and I'm still hungry at the end. Um, it, it basically means that uh, everybody is going to be fighting for their slice of the pie, and whatever they can take from you, you lose and they win. Um, and abundance is, is the exact opposite of that. It, instead of uh, fighting for your piece of pie, what you do is you give your pie away, and it increases the pie um, Hopefully, by an order of magnitude. Um, and, and, and what I mean is uh, uh, by giving away um, your knowledge, your, your resources, your, your skills, um, it, it's just going to make everybody around you better. And therefore, you all kind of rise from that. Um, the sailors will say that all ships rise with the tide. Um, is the idea would, of abundance, John, is this something that you felt as you were starting your CrossFit affiliate or is this something that came after the fact? Is this something that has been instilled in you since a very young age? Where, where did this start to become so prevalent in your interactions with people? Um, I didn't even know there was a name for it until uh, I was kind of just chatting with Chris Cooper. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I quit a pretty lucrative IT consulting practice to open a gym, roll the dice, and basically make, you know, <laughs> about a quarter of what I made there. Uh, you don't get into a box really to make a ton of money. Um, but, uh, I, you know, I saw the transformative qualities of CrossFit, and I had to share that. So, and, and, that, and I guess, so I guess abundance is with me. Um, if, if, if you, 
if you look back, and, and honestly, it's a, a head-scratcher to me why abundance doesn't take off more. You're going to find that in um, – you've got to know my background as I'm a, a Reformed preacher's kid. Um, so I've studied a lot of the theologies and, and um, philosophies around the world. You're going to find abundance in all those teachings. Um, if you're a philosophy major, you're going to know it as karma, right? Um, what comes around goes around. So if you're doing good deeds, good deeds are going to come, come back to you. Um, considering our audience is probably going to be mainly domestic U.S., um, and that's a majority of Christians, you're going to find um, uh, things in the Bible like given and you will be given. You're going to find that in Matthew, Ephesians, all, all over the place, right? Um, so uh, abundance should be natural. I think what holds us back is when people think about giving away, they think Gandhi. Right. And self-sacrifice and poverty. And and it doesn't have to be that. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about this more. But, you know, I really believe in the win win and um, you can be abundant and still win. Um, so I, that's what people need to get away from is the fact that when they're giving away free value that they're somehow losing. Does that I, make sense? Yeah. The, the, and one of the reasons I wanted to start this conversation with the discussion about abundance is that I have a feeling that it's going to underline every other thing that we talk about today. So thank you for so. your description of that and, and really thank you for bringing that philosophy to the table in this conversation today. But backing up, you'd mentioned leaving this uh, really lucrative IT position to open up your affiliate. What was that process like for you? Uh, you know, how long ago did you affiliate, and what are some of the lessons you learned right there from the beginning? Yeah, I affiliated about three and a half years ago, mm-hmm. and um, I started CrossFitting um, right before I got a, a really nice gig uh, where I was working in a, uh, for Blackberry Rim in uh, Kitchener-Waterloo, Canada. Uh, I had started CrossFitting maybe six weeks before I got that um, that um, consulting job as an IT guy, and uh, it and it was like, man, you know, six the first two to three weeks of CrossFit is you know pretty rigorous on you, and it's like I didn't want to lose that, and it's like every time I went on a big, you know, I used to be a road warrior. Every time I went um, on a, a big traveling binge like this, and this was going to be a big project, it's like, man, I'm going to lose my fitness. And at the time, I was a long-distance cyclist. So um, I actually had a gym down here, and, and, I, and I found a, a, a box up there, um, CrossFit Kitchener. And I would, um, man, I hardly missed a day in a year and a half of the days that I could go up there. And I, I got to my box down here at um, CrossFit Johns Creek. And um, I was just infatuated with it. It made me a better consultant. It made me a better dad. I felt better about myself. I had great energy. And it's like... I found the fountain of youth. And how, when you find something like that, and at the time, you know, I'm like 47 and it took 20 years off me. How do you not want to share that with people? Right. So um, the IT consulting gig was lucrative, but not all that um, uh, fulfilling. Right. Right. It, um, um, I love solving problems and, 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 and um, making people happy. But I was making corporations happy. I wasn't really changing people's lives. I'd always want to be in, um, you know, the fitness or health or sports industry. So uh, CrossFit seemed to be the thing for me. I and I got it. You know, I drank the I drank deep from the the Kool Aid Bowl. Yeah, of course. So so this 
underlying philosophy of abundance was reflective in your experience as a CrossFit athlete, and then you want to, using that abundance mentality, share that with other people. Yeah, the, the deal is that I'm trying to be of service, right? I'm trying to leave yeah. the place better than I found it. Yeah, and uh, I found that um, CrossFit is a great uh, way to do that. All right, so going back, you know, three and a half, four years ago, when you're thinking about opening up this affiliate, what is one thing that you would go back and day one before you affiliate, what is one thing that you would tell John back then to keep in mind, just keep in the front of your mind or go back and change along the way? I would tell that John to pay attention to how you onboard and retain members. I go into my office now and um, I, I, you know, you just, I, I see a room full of, of uh, release waivers and people that have walked in my door. It's hard, you know, it can be hard to get people to walk in your door. I got a huge stack that if I could retain every one of those, I'd you know, have a second box. Yeah. So um, I would tell that guy, is like not everybody's gonna get CrossFit as deeply impactfully as, as you did or they're not, they're not going to think about CrossFit the same way that you do. So you need to figure out why they're there, understand their goals, figure out what that path is to get to their goals, not necessarily what you believe CrossFit's good for them. And then um, even though, even though you, you know, through your actions, you're, you're going to you know, show them you care, you need to reach out to them at, at a very personal level to make sure that uh, you realize their progress so that they realize their progress. Because a lot of people, I feel, quit CrossFit because they don't, aren't making enough progress. Mm -hmm. Whereas sometimes it's our job to reset their expectations for them. So, uh, so that would be it. Onboard them uh, better, understand their goals, why they're there, and then find a way you you should have three or four different messages on what why you crossfit or what you know um uh, what crossfit's good for and then tailor it to to that specific individual and then either you or have you know people that reach out to them to make sure that uh, you're all on path and they're not going to panic that they're not doing as well as somebody else so to so to summarize Think about when somebody walks in the door to sign that waiver, their first experience with you, that we're thinking about retention from day one with that person. Absolutely. I mean, everybody you touch. I mean, it is so expensive to get a person in the door. It's so cheap to keep them. Um, and honestly, it's it, you're doing you and them a disservice by not showing them you care. That's huge, man. All right. So... Most of our listeners are familiar with the the private Facebook group, uh, the affiliate owners group on on Facebook, and you are sort of the master admin of that group. How? <laughs> <I'm> the, yeah. <laughs> uh, how many people are we up to in that group right now? Nearly eight thousand. Almost eight thousand people. Yeah. And when did that come about? Uh, it came about actually while I was still. Um, building out my box. Um, I had questions. Um, not everything can be laid out in a spreadsheet on uh, what you need to do for your box. So I wanted to make as few um, big 
um, mistakes as possible when I was first starting out mm-hmm. because those tend to um, snowball on you. Yeah. So uh, I thought I'd reach out and just see what uh, experienced uh, box owners had done and then figure out the good from the bad and then go from there. So uh, initially it was, it was kind of selfish. I wanted to make sure that I was successful from the beginning. And, um, and then it kind of grew from there. That's awesome. And as a person that uh, admins that group, you, you have a sort of bird's eye view on the types of things that go on in there. And you're able to see almost anecdotally what the affiliate ownership community looks like as a whole. Uh, you know, just giving us like a 30,000-foot view, what are you seeing right now that is maybe different from a year ago, that's different than three years ago? And kind of where do you see affiliate owners going in the next couple of years? Uh, that's a, I mean, that's a tough question. When we first started the owners group, it was... It was very, sorry about that. Uh, That was very um, business focused, right? It was all about solving uh, business challenges, how to get people in the door, how to, you know, what your operating processes should should be. And over, you know, over time that changed. Uh, um, The analogy, uh, I kind of just, you know, think of it as, is early on it was like an intimate little double date at a nice little bistro. And now it's like holiday dinner with your entire family tree, including like weird um, Aunt Martha, right? So we get all kinds of um, stuff in there now. I did a survey about a, a year ago, um, and it had changed from business focus to, to mainly being entertainment, to being um, a psychotherapist, people sharing their, sharing their challenges, and just hearing that other people uh, share them too. Um, and that it, 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 it's become a lot more for entertainment than for real business value. But uh, getting back to your question, people are, are continually asking about how to get new people in the door. Um, uh, there is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it a slight desperation. Um, actually, there was an interesting thread on there today about contraction, how, how, our, uh, how the box affiliate owner group is starting to contract a little bit. I think it's inevitable. Uh, obviously, you're going to balloon up and then um, uh, the weaker ones are going to kind of die out. So there's, there's been talk of that. Um, there's always the talk of be better and how to be better and mm-hmm. uh, all that kind of stuff. And, um, and then one thing that's really come up because of how, the reason we're so big is there's always a, um, a good bit of do-it-yourself Here's how to make your the interior box better. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so we've got a, a little bit of everything. Um, you've got newbies in there. You've got experience in there. Um, so you never. It's it's um, it's kind of interesting day in day out on, on what you're going to see in there. So, from within this online community, there was born another online community that you founded. It's called Affilination. So, for those of us that are not familiar with Affilination.org. Give us sort of the Cliff's Notes versions of what, of you know, the genesis of affiliation and and what you're achieving through that. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so again, you know, when you've got that big holiday uh, family table now, there's um, there's going to be some infighting. There's going to be some um, uh, there's going to be some people some people that uh, don't want to speak up anymore because they don't want to be shot down. Um, 
And a lot of people miss that in intimate double date that we used to have. A lot of the OG, uh, the original uh, group, um, missed the days when we, when we were really business focused. Mm -hmm. So um, it, basically, I'm a see and eat, fill and eat guy. Mm -hmm. And I've got an IT background, and it's just kind of, uh, you know, that whole abundance process, uh, process of, you know, sharing your skills and resources with those around you, it's like it was a natural for me to go to the next step. I know how to build software, and they were calling for this. So, and, uh, the, oh, my God, uh, once a week at least, somebody would always slam me for saying, well, you've named this uh, the CrossFit Affiliate Owners Group, but there's L1s in here that aren't owners. So, you know, we need a, we need a place to talk, and the HQ Forum that's been given to them wasn't where they wanted to talk. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where things started. And then from the first scratchings on paper to 13 months later, we, we finally were able to put something out with my uh, business partner, Jason Rule. That's awesome. So from, you know, in hearing this, it sounds like, you know, you've got this sort of like open source community. And from within this big affiliate owners group, 8,000 people in here, you begin to see that there are experts. And naturally, anytime big groups of people get together, uh, experts emerge, leaders emerge. And so you see this need of almost a little bit more robust organizational structure. Is that kind of what I'm hearing? Yeah, it's uh, well, it's going to be moderated, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, no one is going to be shut down. There's, you know, there's the concept of no bad idea. Um, so... Um, there's uh, unlike the forum where I, tr you know, I try to share of conduct. In here, there, there's a code of conduct that you will uh, abide by, and, and you'll come into the group as an, an abundant, with, a, with an abundant um, mindset, mm -hmm. or you're not going to stick around. We don't need you. Um, so, and I also feel that um, as smart as some of the people I know in the industry are, nobody's got a perfect answer. Mm -hmm. But everyone when you consider of all the owners in the world, somebody's got the perfect answer for you, mm -hmm. um, for your, for your problem. So, um, affiliation is one part hive mind, um, of sharing again, sharing, uh, your experience for, on um, what's really worked and hopefully, um, not just saying that, but backing it up with data, uh, rather than the knee jerk reactions we get a lot on the affiliate forum. Uh, two, it is bringing uh, thought leadership to, um, to kind of help steer us all. Um, it is, it, I, I consider it a low entry barrier, uh, just like CrossFit's a lower entry barrier for owners to get in to, to be able to um, uh, be of service through fitness or, or giving elite fitness to people. Um, a, um, affiliation is that low entry barrier to get best practices on how to run your box or things that are tried and true um, rather than necessarily spending a great deal of, 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 of uh, money on a consultant that you may not jive with later. Mm -hmm. um, one of the beauties of it is that the thought leadership's there. I've got consultants that all come from different angles, right, to, to um, solve problems. Um, they all get along in there because, again, they understand where we're coming from to be, um, be abundant first and then, you know, people that... Um, will like the way that they come across, will dig down deeper with them. 
Um, it's like moving to a new area and having four CrossFit boxes that are equidistant away, right? You may want to try to kick the tires on all of them before you find the community that fits for you. Not all consultants are necessarily great for each type of box owner. Mm-hmm. So why not listen to them a little bit, have some direct access, and then figure out if, if you want you know want to get some one-on-one with them as well. So almost in the way that you were talking about, you know, there was a you said that there's a thread going on today in the affiliate owners group where there's a discussion about the contraction of the industry. It sounds like to me we're also seeing a contraction of sort of the business consultant. So, you know, no longer is it like, well, hey, this works for my gym in Poughkeepsie, so I'm going to give this advice. You know, we're actually kind of more over like, well, I want to know what worked for your gym in Poughkeepsie as well as 250 other gyms. So we want to begin to look at those kinds of people that are replicating these systems. Is that kind of what we're looking at? Yeah, to a degree. The uh, the vision, and we haven't um, we haven't gotten there yet. But um, one of the downfalls of the Facebook forum is you you can search and stuff just dissipates, right? You'll you'll find a a, a, a nugget that's really good value, and uh, it disappears. Especially now with eight thousand people, the the forum just kind of blows by like a ticker tape, um, and and you can miss out on some really good stuff. Um, here, everything's going to be searchable from day one, and uh, the vision is. That um, I see boxes. There are some boxes that are metro. Uh, think you know downtown Manhattan at, that are in you know two to four stories, and uh, then you've got a ton of boxes that are more in that suburban area, and then you've got some ultra rural areas too. Um, their challenges are all different. Um, square footage, whether they're in retail versus warehouse space, their challenges are different. Um, and the types of people that um, they're trying to get in the door. Uh, if you're in a college town versus St. Petersburg, Florida, where there's a large, maybe a larger, older community, the messaging is going to be different for each one of those. So uh, our vision is to not only give you um, best practice answers, but best practice answers for the demographic of your box. Um, so that when you do a search, you know, the top 10 answers specific to and hope you know if my vision comes through you'll be able to check a box like do i search for all answers or do i do i search for answers based on my box demographic mm-hmm. um of of um young to middle-aged families with a hundred members in them in suburban america so i, I can do both and, and get try to find the best answers near the top of my my search from there I love it, John. So where do you see affiliation going in the next five years, next one year even, next five years? Where do you see this thing taking off? Well, uh, I, I think um, we we got some big news uh, about the pop. Um, I think one of the reasons that we haven't grown as fast as we have is because most of our box owners are on phones. And uh, the mobile app is going through final testing today. We'll release it to the Android and uh, Apple worlds um, for their, um, they've got to give us the check mark before we can put it on their stores. But uh, once we get this thing mobile, that's going to be really cool. Uh, Once uh, another vision that I have um, that I just came up with two or three weeks ago, uh, technologically it might be a little bit different, uh, difficult, but um, that's just 
that's just a challenge we'll get through. But I want to have a, um, a graphical interface through like the life cycle when we talked about, you know, onboarding to retention. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have onboarding, the first thing that you're going to do is you have prospects and then you're going to be doing um, sales and marketing to them and then you get them in the door. That's a flow. And I want to have a, uh, a graphical interface where you can just kind of drill into stuff if you have questions. And once you get down deep enough, you, you're taking it, taken into the forum or to the, um, yeah, to post within the forum that would answer that question. So maybe it's SEO or it's, you know, um, um, how to answer the phone or whatever. Uh, we, we, I want to have some kind of drill and take, um, capability there to make this stuff dead simple for you to use. And, and what um, I love so much about that, what, like what I heard you say there, because we see this question come up all the time, is like, hey, how do I get more people in the door? Yeah, I'm sure that if we delivered 100 people to that front door, there's no system for them to get plugged into. So it's this, this ability, instead of saying, oh, you know, here's how you get more people in the door, it's actually, here's the complete picture of stepping in the door to retaining that athlete for 10 years. Like that's really where I see a big need for the affiliate owner. Uh, It it is uh, because at least gives them some type of structure that most of them aren't thinking about. Most of them drink, drink deeply of CrossFit, want to help other people and just open it up and think that they're going to get, that everybody else is going to feel about CrossFit the way they do. And that's a mistake. Um, So, but you've got a challenge there because not everybody needs or wants to do it different. And that's when us having some thought leadership from multiple consultancies coming at the uh, question from different angles is really going to help things. So it's, it's going to be hard to do a step-by-step because one, one step isn't going to fit all, in my opinion. Um, but there are going to be best practices of, um, one, following up with somebody who did not sign up when they came in, giving them um, – Frameable, you know, information that makes them want to come back or call you, or at least tell them that you're going to be calling them back, so you're not, you know, seen as weird. Um, there's just a, there's a lot of just good things that can be done out there, and we can give them templates to get them going. You know, they've got to come up with their logo, they've got to fill in some things. But my God, if I can, if we can just, you know, at least create a straw man for to get them creative and thinking about what they feel their box is about and get that message across, then I feel like we've done our job. Um, at five years from now, I hope to have so many boxes in uh, different regions, and including that's including Europe, Australia, Asia, perhaps, as they're, um, you know, Asia is still coming online, but Australia, we've already got several members from Australia and uh, Europe already in. I would like to see them proliferate, and I would actually like to see affiliation chapters so that uh, we can really come together. Um, maybe there'd be some kind of road shows where we do some facilitation. Again, it's, it can be kind of tough getting boxes that are right next to each other to think abundantly, um, but um, I think we can help with some of that as well. The, the whole deal here is to take this elusive affiliation and leverage it so it feels like a franchise. And that means buying power. I mean, we'll be able to, we've already got some great um, deals with another one of those best practices out of the box thing where you need a client management system from day one. Um, in some cases, you're getting uh, 30% off for three months um, from the industry leader. Uh, in another, we've got an up and comer that 
here's three months of free. Um, we've got a discount for apparel so, that, so you can get your brands out there. I mean, even at this point, Affiliation kind of pays for itself um, when you join just because of the discounts you get. And I, I'm in discussions with equipment manufacturers and um, everyone that's on the periphery that wants to be uh, abundant and help get us off um, to the right start. So I, I just, um, in five years, I believe that our community as a whole of owners will be uh, a lot stronger and, and working together rather than thinking about their slice of the pie. So if, if a gym owner is listening to this and they want to check out Affilination, see what you have to offer, maybe just get involved in the online Facebook community, how would they go about doing that? Yeah, so um, uh, just Affilination, and Affilination is, is the combination of two words. It's a nation of affiliates, so it's really wor- worldwide, but um, uh, Affilination, um, a- and Hopefully, we'll uh, link to this on, on the podcast yep. so you can have a link. But if you'll go to affilination.org and then hit startup, you can register right now. We're giving seven days away free. I can guarantee you when the uh, graphical interface is in, um, we won't be allowing to kick the tires anymore because uh, it, it's going to be super solid at that point. But uh, for right now, we're still allowing you to kind of come in, get a feel for the place, and um, see all the... Um, uh, all the potential that we have. We've got about 100 members right now. I'd love to double that in November uh, and really get the snowball rolling because, honestly, when we can get to 500 or 1,000, we become a force. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we need critical mass. I've got my early adopters on. They're awesome. We're talking about some in, you know, interesting things, uh, you know, things that you can't discuss in the, in, the, uh, in the forum as far as like metrics and what's working, what's not, really having some good in-depth discussions based around data. Um, rather than just what feels good to say. Um, unfortunately, there's no memes, but, uh, uh, you know, we're, 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 getting some, we're getting some deep discussion. And, I, you know, we've got industry leaders not only around con, uh, the consulting of how you run your box, but the stuff that we're never going to be um, really good at, the law, taxes, um, financing your gym if you want it to grow, all that kind of stuff. I, I, you know, I'm giving you a direct conduit to thought leadership. They're sharing their blogs on with us so that, um, you know, it's just everybody helping everybody else out. Absolutely. So um, it, it's a beautiful thing. Um, we just need to continue to keep growing. Excellent, John. So I will definitely throw a link in the show notes to this, um, to affilination.org. Now, uh, before we go, one thing that we're big on at the Sport of Business podcast is that we always want to give gym owners something that they can turn around and do over the course of the next week in between episodes. And John, I know I didn't prep you for this, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna blindside you with this one. What are one or two things that the gym owner can do over the next week to begin to act more abundantly? Um. Well, actually, uh, we, I came up with something a couple days ago. I put it actually out on the forum and AFN at the same time. I'm sick and tired of seeing drywall and all these um, Facebook pages, social media, making fun of us, attributing vi- crappy videos to CrossFit that aren't even CrossFit. If you want to act abundantly and just give, start tagging positive ideas, 
phrases, whatever, with uh, why I CrossFit. You know, just hashtag why I CrossFit, whether it's on Facebook, whether it's on uh, Twitter, um, Instagram, wherever. I've been taking pictures of people with dry erase boards on why they CrossFit. Um, I've been writing stuff on and just showing all the different ways that CrossFit can transform you and just the different messages. If we can all come together just to do that, it will shut down all the noise um, and all the haters uh, for CrossFit and really you know, create a, a huge positivity wave um, around so that it changes people's perception, perception of CrossFit. So I say that's something that's super easy, doesn't cost any money, and, um, and, and just, you know, just add it to the pictures and videos and, and um, expressions of what your community is all about from your box. So I'd say go there. I love it, man. You know, I, I have the distinct pleasure to, to get to talk to a lot of different gym owners. And one thing that we always come around to, like on the subject of abundance, is that, you know, when a new gym comes to town or a new gym opens up around you, like you can think of like, hey, that's one more person in the community talking positively about CrossFit. Chances are, like whatever the size city you're in, whatever the size of your market is, I'm guessing that one or two percent of the people in your city are actually doing CrossFit. Like, there's still so much more positivity and so much more abundance that we as gym owners can really begin to spread around the brand and around fitness. And there's yeah. just there's a lot out there that we can all do. Yeah, one of the things that we're doing is we're creating we're going to create an educational series on just movement and it's it's nothing groundbreaking it's stuff we learned from the L1 and, and all that but it's just just another way to to get the get it out there so if you can teach somebody to we have a um a, Saturday, a free Saturday class for newbies every Saturday it's the same wad all the time and what I teach is I review how to pick up heavy stuff off the ground right whether they stay with me or whether they go somewhere else they're going to remember how to pick up a 50-pound bag of dog food safely so they don't hurt themselves. So I'm going to give them something that they can use for the rest of their life, right? That's abundance, right? So if we can do that and put more videos out and, um, and just spread the word, then people are going to change their idea of what CrossFit is. The people that are hating on us, uh, saying we're dangerous, uh, like the personal trainers out there in the global gym, um, owners, they're, they're not going to have a leg to stand on because we're giving away all this great knowledge that we are safe, we do believe in technique, and the, the, the conversation is going to end. And people are going to start, you know, the, we've just scratched the surface on, the, on people who do fitness. Um, and if we can just change their minds so that the, the arguments that they're getting in their ear uh, don't hold any water, uh, CrossFit's just going to be through the roof. I can't wait. John, I don't see how we get any better than that, man. That was a great place to leave it. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for uh, bringing all of these diverse communities together. And you know, and just thank you for giving us a platform as, as affiliate owners to, to have these discussions and, and ask these questions. So uh, you know, on behalf of the whole community of gym owners, uh, we, we really thank you. Well, it's my pleasure. I, I, it's my way of giving back. So appreciate right. it. Cool. Take care, John. You too, man. Thanks for listening to the Sport of Business podcast. If you found this valuable, be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher and leave us a review. For more information, head over to 321goproject.com.